as we gather again, as we do annually for this wonderful celebration of the Holy Family, recognizing not only their holiness, the great holiness of, of Mary and Joseph for their son, but their love for one another and the love for the world. Because they, in their own wonderful, beloved way, were offering their son for the salvation of the world. To imagine what it must have been like for Joseph and Mary to enter the temple. And this man who is used to doing the ritual purification of the child grabs Jesus and says, Look, God, I present him to you. Because he is going to be the one who is going to bring salvation to the people. The father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. I'm sure that they knew in their hearts there was something special about the Lord. But more of that would come as he would grow and develop. But they had this awesome understanding of God's presence in their own lives. It's interesting when they brought the child to the temple, it was customary to bring a lamb to be sacrificed. But because they were from a poor family, they were able to offer the simple gifts, the simple gifts of two turtle doves and a young pigeon. It doesn't seem like much, but they were offering what they had. When we come before the Lord as a family, as a Christian family, we are obligated to bring something to the Lord. And I'm not talking about our collection. I'm talking about our very lives. How are we offering ourselves to the Lord? What are we sacrificing for the sake of the kingdom? We hear throughout the scriptures how there's mothers that have offered their sons for the glory of God. Samuel, Samson, the Lord Jesus. Mary would be pierced with a sword when she saw her son being whipped, nailed to a cross, and dying. But even in those last moments, she was given a great opportunity because the Lord looked down at her and on John. Woman, this is your son. John, this is your mother. Take her, protect her, guide her, as she will you. And the wonderful thing about the Blessed Mother is she, God is always there for us. She's that loving mother that is always there. All we have to do is ask for her assistance, her guidance. I'm sure there were times when the Lord would run up to her and say, I hurt my foot. Somehow we never think that happening. But I'm sure he fell once in a while and he had to be comforted and she was always there for him. The Lord is always there for us. He's there through the Holy Spirit that we celebrate at Mass. When the Holy Spirit comes upon the wonderful gifts of bread and wine, they become his body and blood. When we accept that grace, when we receive the Lord in the fullness of who he is, he gives us the ability to reach out to our brothers and sisters and share that faith, helping them to see the reality of God's presence in our lives 
as a Christian family. We are there to give that comfort and that support to one another. As we look forward to the end of this pandemic, may we continue to reach out to one another, to offer Christ through prayer for each other, to be really ministers of God's word to those who need our help. Right now, we're not allowed to go visit. As priests, we're restricted on what we can do. Communion is not being taken out to the sick. But we can still assist them through our prayers and our thoughts. May we be open to the graces that God offers all of us, no matter what our circumstance, our health, our mentality, our spirituality, God is ever there for us. All we need to do is open ourselves to him. And he will give us everything that we need to be the grace and the love of God for one another.